0: Today's episode is sponsored by Creative Edge Publicity. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let Fear Bounce. I am your host, Kim Langling. Thank you so much. For spending just a small part of your day with me and my special guest, her name is Anne Scotland, and she has been in the industries of motivation and well-being for well over a decade. She is an author, podcaster, emotional wellness specialist, and joyful living teacher. She is a nature lover, mountain hiking foodie, doting mama to her adorable mini schnauzers, an award-winning actress and writer, and is obsessed with medieval history. And she has a book called live for joy, which is available on Amazon. And thank you so much for being my guest today on let fear bounce. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Kim. I'm super happy to be here. And you've got such a cool bio and there's so many things in there that I want to ask questions <laughs> yeah. on, but first I want to jump on the book because I'm an author yeah. myself. And I absolutely love talking to authors and hearing about their journey. So your book, Live for Joy, is has recently been released.
1: Yeah, just came out um, a couple months ago. It's available on Kindle and print, um, hardcover, softcover. But it's an absolutely spectacular um, coffee table style book that is all bedside style book. And I'll explain a little bit. So I wanted to write a personal empowerment book that would give give you a written and visual food for thought, even if you only had two minutes. So this is all original content, but it's written in smaller digestible sections or quotes and opposite each one is basically, you know, 280 pages opposite. Each one is spectacular art and photography. So, and they're, precisely spent weeks and months choosing these images myself so that you get there and they're absolutely a match with what you're reading and you get to kind of have a full experience so it has a gorgeous cover obviously my favorite version is the hard cover just because it's it's literally spectacular it should win something just for how it looks <laughs> <laughs> but the inside is also um challenging it's poignant but it's also visually thought-provoking inspiring and just helping people live a present and authentic life it's 12 chapters which are 12 ways to inspire your self-awareness and support a mindset of a more joyful and authentic life so it's condensed it's like a super tablet
0: you only need a page (laughs) or two
1: if you want for the day so
0: (laughs) oh i love i love how you said it's visual food for thought I love that. Now the, you said that you spent a long time with the images. Did you take any of the images yourself?
1: I didn't. um, I haven't had a, you know, a super good camera for quite a while as far as like taking outdoor shots but I'm massively inspired by nature. I don't think there are any in there that I took myself, but they are all uh, original. Like I either know the artists or obviously we've gotten permission um, and also art and also even some digital art that makes it fun and kind of keeps you open-minded. You know, there's, there's a whole chapter that's um, let's see, there's a whole chapter that's called expand your perspective, expand your perspective. And it's, Probably the only chapter that's sort of philosophical and it's very much about having an open mind about how that contributes to your emotional wellness and your joy. But how do you convey that, you know, written messages again, very to the point, this is a, like kind of a hard hitting, like challenge yourself kind of book. But I used a lot of unique and digital art for that one to kind of draw us out of our heads and out of those normal visual spaces that we're so used to seeing and kind of make you rub your chin and just give you, like, again, it's like kind of a whole experience. Whereas you might imagine um, the chapter on um, connecting to nature, contemplating nature, mm-hmm. is incredible nature photography um, throughout. So the book starts, chapter one is with Wake Up Your Potential. And goes all the way through chapter 12, which is learn to love the endings, which is actually one of my favorite chapters.
0: I just like the title of the chapter because it's (laughs) intriguing and it makes you want to just hop on Amazon and purchase yourself a copy so you can read it. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You said you're inspired by nature. Um, I am too. That's where I get a lot of my ideas for the stories and things that I personally write on my own end. But I I am outdoors as often as I can be. And I've got a big dog. We were talking off mic here about our dogs um, and what a big part in our lives that they play. And I'm out as often as I can be with mine. So I too am very, very inspired by nature. And Mm. I'm, I'm curious as to how... How you're inspired? What does it inspire, or what does it spark yeah. in you when you're out there and you're just kind of fully immersed in that whole, yeah. smelling everything and seeing everything? I always say I'm at one with nature out here. I'm just at it one with it, <laughs> you
1: know. No, I'm with you. It is hard to explain because I know not everyone relates, you know, has the same relationships with nature. But for me, it's especially alone or with your dog, as opposed to you know the group of people. It is the most Mentally and physically grounding moments of my life almost brings tears to your eyes when you're in that moment. <laughs> She's nodding her head. Yes, I um, totally agree. Peace, I totally agree. Peace, that so just like, oh, in fact, I was just writing, um, writing some about nature this week, and um, I I would try to re- remind people who maybe aren't out in as much, and I was like, you know, nature is, <laughs> sometimes we forget who nature is nature walks in your shoes, it sees through your eyes, you aren't a part outside nature looking in, you are nature. And when you stop seeing it as me versus that and start really realizing it's your natural habitat, it really changes your opportunity to connect to something deeply ancient within us that can ground and heal and inspire you. And that's just what it does for me too.
0: I love that ground, heal and inspire. I, yeah. I often tell people, cause you know, people that have known me for years or people I've just, you know, don't know me as well. I'm always talking about being outside and walking my dog. And I notice when I'm out there, I always say I, I can breathe. Oh yeah. Yes. And, and yeah. I
1: just mentioned to you that I've been in the mountains a lot lately during COVID cause I have to, I have a place to stay up in the mountains and I've been in the city for a long time and I love people, but my heart isn't in that lifestyle. So when I need to be in the big city, then I'm in my place there. But I am happiest when I'm out. Um, I'm healthier. I'm happier. And it doesn't hurt when you can go see nature, like literally walk out your door and fall in. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, I I spend I I live in the country and I have a, a large area surrounding me of farm fields and stuff and i have a big back deck and i spend all kinds of time on my deck absolutely all kinds of time that's where you know or we're out in the field walking in the field or walking through the trees you know the woods out there i have all kinds of critters i call it my realm yes it's perfect yes i'm the queen of my realm and i watch the deer come in and everything else all the other critters come in and it's just amazingly peaceful. So I think your book is, how has your book done since July, since it released in July? It's
1: been doing very well. Um, we didn't have a, a massive launch. I had to just get it out because I had people who were wait, had been waiting for it for a while. So um we're really kind of gearing up our marketing for the holidays. So it's done really well. Um, all of the versions print especially, just because that's the nature of the book. Yeah, but we're 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 shooting for possibly um an Amazon bestseller in November, and we'll see how that goes. So awesome. Um, this is a great um It's a great holiday investment because, and you said this is going to air soon, so I'll give people a little secret. So if you want a sneak peek, well, you can find that on Amazon, but um, we're doing um, a super special promo um, on November 10 and 11. So just for like those 48 hours and you can get the um, Kindle version for, I think, $2.99. And it's actually been reformulated to, it just reads so smoothly now. It's just a lovely experience. So if someone wants to take a peek and if they love it, they're going to want to order a hard copy or they're going to want to order them for presents. And it's just nice because you can see the electronic one right away. And then if you're like, if this is something I feel like I want to have a hold of my hands, I want to see it on my bedside table. Then you can just, you know, you haven't spent much two
0: ninety nine. so. <laughs> no, awesome. No, yeah. yeah. That's I'm the super secret deal that.
1: that nobody, I haven't told anybody about that yet, so.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're the first. You heard yep. of your first, folks. Yep, yep. <laughs> and do you have any other books in mind or, you know, on the back of your mind for the future?
1: Yeah, so um, for for 2022, I'm definitely working on one that's going to be more business-specific. This was more of a passion project, if you will. I mean, just from talking to me, you can probably tell like that's, the you know, kind of what turns my lights on, right? Um, mental wellness, finding joy, nature, um, but taking it to more of a, a professional level, uh, bringing joy as an element that's important to a business and corporate workspace and how that contributes to your overall wellness, how that contributes to successful work life integration. Uh it'd be a little more of it's be more of a traditional read, <laughs> not, you know, not image heavy. It's something that anyone from an entrepreneur to a business person, a corporate person, uh, any level can can, you know, really grab, dig their teeth into. So, it's a lot of the principles that already teach but really um, you know, brought to brought to the business world in in a format and language that they're they're most accustomed to so i'm excited about that
0: so in your bio which i didn't read your entire bio but in there <laughs> it does mention that you do corporate trainings what what types of corporate trainings i'm assuming goes along with what you're just talking about yes
1: Yes, exactly. So I have um, the genius of joy and joy in your job, which are some of my workshops and trainings where I come in either in person or virtually and train either teams or executive teams, how to integrate joy into their wellness, into their habits, into their company, and how it can really maximize everything. Element of their life. When you're living more joy at home, you're going to bring more joy at work. When you're happy at work, you're going to be happier at home. And it's just sort of taking the general concept of emotional wellness, which has become such a hot topic because of COVID, but kind of to a more long-term conversation. Like, okay, now we're aware of this, but this is actually really critical and your employees happiness, their confidence, how they feel about the company, all of that um, can really be supported. If you had, can support a a joyful environment, which, you know, has a lot of components. So it's great. It's interactive. It's fun. Yeah. And so um, I'm scaling to be doing a lot more of that in 2022.
0: Awesome. So what, what type of corporate is that Mid-size, large size?
1: I'm primarily mid-sized right now but looking for so, at some much poss- much larger possible opportunities coming up in the next few months. Um kind of just depends on how much time and bandwidth I have. Right, um, right. Right to do it. But yeah, so any size, also any organization should they want it to. And then I also do um basically one-on-one consulting for entrepreneurs or executives who want to kind of take it to a higher level. It's a little more than life or business coaching. It's more of emotional wellness, high speak. Uh, how do you really, really integrate this into your life to transform yourself, your job, your company. So I also offer one-on-one services as well. And, you know, I've been a coach for a very long time, but I'm doing less and less of it just because I'm enjoying um, the team and group work so much.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's great. So do you utilize um, the concepts of emotional intelligence?
1: I do. I do. Um, I don't you, I don't base a curriculum, the curriculum on that, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a big part of it because I think that joy, um, your awareness of your emotional wellness, your ability to experience joy is definitely a big part of emotional intelligence and how you interact with other people. Um, I have a chapter in the book live for joy. That's called, um, be a, being a world citizen, basically being a, be a benevolent world citizen. And it's sort of a challenging chapter, which is how do you take this concept to a greater extent? How do you affect those around you? Less inward, I'm unhappy and more, how can I bring happiness to someone else? And I say joy is like a boomerang. When you throw it out there, you get more back. It comes back. So, you know, kind of that concept. I mean, this is a hard conversation right now. When you stop isolating emotionally emotionally and start integrating more um, that's also really healthy. It increases your emotional awareness, your health, your joy. So I'm sure you, you talk about these conversations all the time. So I'm sure you get exactly what I'm saying. No, I do. And it's,
0: but I always find it fascinating because, uh, and I have talked to many people that practice different things or teacher, you know, different things. And then I'm just fascinated by all of it. When you look at the whole big picture, it, it all comes together. It yep. might have different names and different titles to it, but it all comes down to that basic human, humanness. Humanness. Humanness yeah. is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, no matter how you were raised or what type of environment you live in, you, you can, you can change that and you can make things better. And then you take what you've went through and you give that out as a gift to help others heal and to provide others with joy and healing. So. Just awesome. I, I, I love talking about the stuff. <laughs>
1: I know. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think joy was a personal quest for me as well. Um, I grew up in, in a very unusual religious environment in the Pacific Northwest. I was very lived in a very rural culture. My parents were educated, but they had us live in a rural location on purpose. You know, I was homeschooled till I was over 15. Um, and I was a people person and had almost no people in my life. And so kind of like the joy question was such a, such an awkward feeling because, you know, and is particularly in an, an environment where there's an extreme religious for, formula. Um, if you're not quote unquote joyful, you're failing at your job basically. And yet I was really unhappy. So how do you kind of, you know, how do you bring those two together and figure that out, which was a huge part of my personal journey, which carried on well into my twenties and, um, even through my late twenties to a certain extent. Um, And then once I had kind of come to terms and found my own way and found, made my life a focus around living in my own joy, then I just wanted to share it because I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever want to live like in that sad place anymore. Not that bad things don't happen, but your overall relationship with the world you live in and yourself, that makes so much of a difference.
0: No, that's interesting because you, you you piqued my interest now when you said, you know, um, extreme religious upbringing and I'm not going to ask anything specific about the religion, what I, you, you went through, you said until your twenties, trying to find that part of you, that joy Mm -hmm. that you could, you know, live in Mm -hmm. and experience and share. So the name of my podcast is let fear bounce. (laughs) You've got those years in there that my mind's just whirling now with all kinds of questions, but I don't okay. want to pry. So I want to <laughs> ask you to share whatever it is that you would, you feel comfortable sharing of that time frame when mm-hmm. you were trying to find, you're crawling sure. your way out of that dark mm-hmm. spot. Um, and I think it's helpful for my my listeners to, to hear, hear other people's journeys mm-hmm. and know that they came out the other side, just, you know, on fire and ready to go. So if you're comfortable Absolutely. with that, could you share yeah. a little bit? yeah
1: for sure. I'd love to. I mean, you're you know the concept of fear, I mean, you're hitting it right on the nose, right? Because I grew up in an environment of sort of um not physical fear, fortunately for me, but psychological and spiritual fear, which can be just as destructive mm. in some senses longer term, um, harder to get out of when you're it's imprinted from infancy, basically. So yeah, I would say, The number one area where that was always sabotaging me as I was trying to break free, as I was trying to find my own way and still, you know, be a good person who doesn't want to be most of most people be a good, try to be a good person was just crippling guilt. And the thing was, I knew I wasn't really doing anything wrong in the world, (laughs) I wasn't breaking the law. I wasn't hurting people. I wasn't hurting myself, maybe just psychologically. And yet there were so many rules and regulations from the way I grew up that, you know, I think I got my ears pierced when I was 24 and I felt guilty for like a year because I wasn't allowed to wear jewelry where I, the way I grew up. And it was just like, so getting so over that living in that, the fear and then the guilt that comes from the fear. And then it just becomes this crazy cyclical experience. And quite honestly, I wasn't making a lot of headway. I I was integrating slowly into a more normal environment. I had gotten married, um, but it took a real kick in the pants, which sometimes it does in life (laughs) to to really get you to open your eyes and see the world from a new perspective. And for me, that was um, a very unfortunate divorce. Um, turns out I had, I was very gullible individual, not unintelligent, but just unexperienced in the world. I married what everyone thought was a great catch and turned out to be a sociopath. And, um, he ended up having other houses and women and cars in other States. It was insane. And when I finally could justify getting out of that relationship, which comes more slowly when you're programmed the way I was my whole world really just disintegrated because I had been very much a wingman kind of person in that relationship. It was like, oh, so-and-so and his wife. I was this very much the secondary person in that relationship. And I was like, who the heck am I? Like, what in the world is my purpose in life? I had no idea what my vision was. I felt spiritually eviscerated because if I hadn't already. I was just like, yeah, but life sucks. But if you stick it out, you know, the powers that be in the universe, they will always come through and you'll always, it'll always work out for the best. And I'm like, then I'm like, no, I'm not, this is not really selling to me right now. Um, I had to just say, okay. Um, so yeah, two or three years of deep, deep soul searching and then coming out the other side and. The trigger to bounce, let fear bounce, the trigger to bounce me out, cause it was a very long depression. I lost all my previous relationships that had been, I'd been married for almost um, like over seven years, moved across the country, very isolated if you will, was finally finding a humanitarian organization that I really believed in and diving in as a volunteer and realize putting my problems in perspective on a global scale, and really getting involved in other people's lives and other people who are much worse conditions, uh, women, people who didn't have the right to, to make any choices in their life, um, people who were being controlled in relationships, all of those things. I was, I just said, you know what, I'm going to do something. And for me, that was the huge, that's what bounced me out, bounced the fear off, and started feeling like, I could think again, and that even if it was a volunteer situation, now I actually had a purpose again, which wasn't just being the perfect little 1950s housewife, (laughs) but it was actually doing something in the world. And that was the spark of a whole new adventure of discovery and life. And then um, the more I grew and healed and matured eventually led me to what I do now.
0: (laughs) You know, that's an amazing story. (laughs) And no, I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking, you know, you're an amazing woman filled with incredible strength and courage Hmm. because you don't, you've lived with something that was so ingrained that was your normal. Yeah. And you were able to take those steps to get out, Mm -hmm. ran into another bump in the road. (laughs) Just that's about the nicest way I could say it, ran into another (laughs) bump in the road. Yeah. (laughs) And you got through that as well. And I talked to a lot of folks that have, you know, that live with PTSD, Mm -hmm. um, depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, the whole gamut. I live with that Mm -hmm. uh, due to my time and an experience I had while in the military. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. every single one of them, including myself and including you, Mm -hmm. their main stay and their main thing for them is being in nature. Wow. Oh, I love hearing that. And I think it's meant to be that way. Because those of us who have went through trauma and strife and really difficult times, I feel, this is my own perspective, that we're able to recognize those small things that just hold a world of beauty in it. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a dewdrop hanging off the tip of a blade of grass mm. and as you know, as the sun is rising and it hits it just that perfect way and it, it glints, oh. you can see a whole world inside there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at it the right way, you can see a whole world inside yes. that dew drop. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I'm always taking pictures when I'm out there and ah. I, on my Facebook page, I just posted a picture of a dew drop hanging off of a teeny tiny little pine cone. And I said, if you only take the time, look at the world you can see in this tiny dew drop. And I got so many comments on it, you know, out of anything else I've posted, it was that little drop of water. And I'm like, I have noticed, and I'm sure that you do too, because you, you enjoy nature so much. You can notice those little things and take incredible mm-hmm. joy in it. And it does, it helps you breathe and you just sit there and I don't know where your spiritual journey is, or even if you have one now me, I'm, I'm a Christian and my faith is very strong. And when I'm out there in in nature, I often out loud will say, thank you, God Mm. for pointing this out or for directing Mm. my eyes to this, because that's exactly what I needed right now, you know, so that's
1: so beautiful.
0: You've got another story in you, dear heart, (laughs) another book. You've oh yeah, there's another
1: opinion. one, like third in row. That's yeah, that's definitely happening. There's a reason why it's called Mother Nature <laughs> <laughs> yes. for the nurturing. Yes, um, that yeah. maybe we um, do or don't have support in human world, or we've been wounded. But in Mother Nature, there's a to me that dewdrop is like recognizing it and seeing it is almost a form of experiencing experiencing tenderness. Yes. It's like I'm experiencing healthy maternal love. And that is just like you love your dog, you know? It's yep. just like it's like a hug from nature. And I, because you said that about dewdrops, <laughs> I have to say this, show this to you because I think you can see me. So this is a picture from my book, and it's a spider web. Yes. And every single piece has a pearl of dew Dew on it. Yes. And um, the quote with this one says, nature is a master jeweler. Absolutely. Obviously, that's in the nature chapter.
0: (laughs) We were so meant to chat today. (laughs) Absolutely. I am so with you. (laughs) This is awesome. Now, I know our time is running short here. So I want to ask you one last thing. Sure. And I always ask all of my guests, um, if you've got one or two little tips for our <laughs> listeners to take away with them and utilize throughout the rest of the day or in the days to come, um, uh, yeah. if you've got a couple little things, little gems, little yeah. nuggets of goodness that you would like to drop on our listeners, yeah. we'd love to hear them.
1: Absolutely. We've talked so much about nature. I think I'll go with this one, which is also, um, a chapter in the, so, yes, so absolutely. Um, we've talked a lot about nature, so I'm going to jump into this other one. And I, I do have a few extra more minutes than I thought I did. So, so there's a chapter in the book that it, is called, um, it's basically about where I lost it. So you're going to edit that out anyway, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it totally threw me off my game. I I'm just going to keep then, it all okay, in. Okay, we're good. Keep if everything still in. there, we're still going. So, okay. <laughs> so I totally lost my So. This chapter of the book is called Your Inner Genius. And that is something that I say I, w- I would leave with people sort of as a gift, as a tidbit, um, as a gem, is no matter what you've been through, it's time to learn to trust yourself. Because you have an inner genius, and that's actually what my podcast used to be called. It used to be called Your Inner Genius. And it's very much about You know, we have our heart and our head for all these different things. But sometimes if it's coming to terms with your life or whether it's making huge decisions, I say, you know, collect the data, absolutely believe in that. And then do yourself a wellness favor and get what I call a triple bypass. (laughs) 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 So bypass your mind, bypass your heart and bypass your ego. And get into your gut or whatever you call that, the universe, divine inspiration, whatever you call that. For me, I very much feel that in my center space of my body. Get in your gut and in all honesty, ask it for advice because I have learned the hard way for so long that it's almost always the right answer for me. And when I, when I go with it, I never regret it. And when I don't, I have paid some very high prices, including a marriage. I will mention that one marriage. I My gut told me no, and I did it anyway, the one that ended. So as just one life illustration, and I've learned to really tune my, my mental ears into that, your inner genius, my inner genius, because I'm like, baby, I'm not going through that stuff anymore. I just want to, let's go with the gut. Forget the mind, forget the heart, forget what you think you want and go with your truth. So that's what I would say I would leave with people as something they can really apply in their lives.
0: Well, I like how you said, do yourself a wellness favor. (laughs) You know, and so often, especially women, they never look at themselves first. No. Or they will, yet they don't look at themselves or think of themselves as important enough Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To put themselves first. Mm-hmm. Now I know I've reached a point in my life, the season that I'm in, in my life now, I come first. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's just, the, I've, I've given and given and given for so many years to, and I don't regret any of it and I still do it, but now I make it a point that I have more time that I put for me. So, you know, in the last 12 months, i I started doing my own thing i'm writing more i started a podcast i've published three books you know so and it's all just all this stuff that's been building and bubbling i'm like oh oh kim time to let it go girl so i'm just letting it i'm letting i'm letting kim out now that's awesome you yeah know, owning it. it sounds like you're doing the same
1: yes and owning it,
0: owning it. that's right own no it, girlfriend. here but
1: asterisk the guilt. <laughs> yeah, No more, forget it. Like, no, I come first. I take care of my wellness so I can take care of the people in my world. I take care of my wellness so that I can enjoy the gift that was given to me in this life. Because we never know how much longer we have. What's the point of, of you know, I, I, I coach executives all the time and they've lost their joy. Because they work so hard. They have so many financial um, obligations and family obligations. And I'm like, but what used to bring you joy, whether it was a hobby or spending time in nature? And they're like, gosh, wow, I used to really love doing this. I'm like, well, put yourself first again, get, get, get okay with it. And the rest will follow.
0: Right. We have to remember, I think as humans, especially actually, you know, Americans, if you look at how different cultures are, Mm -hmm. we're just work, 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 work. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of people out there living in depression and yeah. look at the suicide rate, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need as much as we all have. Exactly. <laughs> so, true. you know, we don't need the big house, the fancy cars, the, the swimming pools and all. Hey, they're, they're awesome. And I'm not putting anything sure. down who has those. I mean, literally I am not, but do you need them Right. to be happy?
1: Can you just be you unapologetically and be okay
0: with it? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yes. And that's what you're doing too, which I just love. I just love. It's so motivating and inspiring and and I bet you're enjoying a level of joy as you just kind of let this out, let it be be fine in your own skin that you didn't have years back.
0: Oh, I am. And I and yeah. it and I am unapologetic about it that's awesome yeah just hey this is me (laughs) way to go i know i'm (laughs) letting my light shine
1: (laughs) so um i just wanted to mention before we go to please check out my book on amazon live for joy and scotland so a-n-n-e s-c-o-t-t-l-i-n but i also have a gift for your listeners which is um they can get a free copy of my joy journal um, they can go to an scotlandcom joyjournal and you get a one-week guided journal. It does have imagery, it has pictures, um, it has guided passages to really support you to become more aware of how you relate to joy in your life. What steals your joy, for example, and how can you live more joyfully every day? Um, and it's it's really about building joy awareness so that you can and change your life and change your world. So again, annscotland.com slash joy it's digital. You can fill it in online or you can print it out and that's great. So whatever way you like it best, um, that's my free gift to you. So I hope you get a chance to check it out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And everybody, all of the links for everything that we've been talking about will be in the show notes. So you will be able to check all of that wonderful stuff out. And thank you so much for being my guest. This was amazing. I could keep on talking for another couple hours. I know. I have all kinds of questions. I, I take notes as we chat. And I've got literally a whole page of extra She's stuff. Loaded. <laughs> this has been this has been an absolute joy. I'll Yay. say that. But thank That's you so much for being my guest. And I would love to have you on again sometime in thank the future. You.
1: Yes. I'd love to come back. It's been an absolute delight. And thank you so much, Kim. Um, I so appreciate what you're doing and your work and you living by example. You can't have a stronger message than that. So
0: thank you and keep up letting fear bounce. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks again. This is Kim Langling, your host of Let Fear Bounce. Thanks for joining me and spending a part of your day with us.